Welcome back. Fed the Juice Podcast. Cody Mitchell, Connor Holiday here. It is officially March Madness season. We have a bracket, and it's, we're ready to break it down for it's you. It's so pretty. It is so pretty to have it in front of us. Are you going to mark these out as well? Yes, because also I just so I don't have to completely or keep asking you what what the have. matchups are. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I printed off four last night. <laughs> no recaps, no picks. We are basically going to go matchup by matchup all the way till we get a national champion, and we're going to make the bet the juice bracket rules. You're wondering how are we going to do that when we have two people? Well, here's where it gets interesting. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> At first, we were supposed to have my buddy, our buddy. You are invited to his wedding, so you yes. are his buddy. Yes. Uh, pick the tiebreaker. Well, he's currently not answering. He is driving home from Mansfield. It's kind of bad out here in Ohio. Uh, kind of hard to see, so I don't really blame him. So until we get a hold of him, and if he doesn't, we are going to spin the roulette wheel. One of us get red, <laughs> and one of us get black. If there is, if we're split on a decision here. Now, caveat. We Just eat. because this has happened before, we have to give this caveat. Well, I should start by saying oh, okay, there okay, is okay, yeah, go, we go each ahead. get for the entire tournament, no matter what JR says, that does not matter. The tiebreaker. We get a veto. We get two vetoes each. That's all the way to a champion. How about you can't veto the champion though? All right. Everything else, don't care final four or anything like that. So if I like if I'm all over Texas Southern Keep your futures out of your head. And right you now. like Purdue, uh-huh. and Why I say fuck I... you. I want Texas Southern. We advance Texas Southern because I get one veto. That's the rules. This but, is gonna be chaotic. Well, how are we gonna do it if it lands on the green? Do we both get another veto? No, winner gets an extra veto. Okay, so if it lands on green, because obviously we know anything about roulette, you have zero and double zero. If it lands on green. We stick with red and black. Whoever it lands on gets an additional veto, plus his team advances. Which we have world's... to give that caveat, because if you listen to the Juicy Awards for the college football season, we did land on green. It was... <laughs> yeah, and... we basically had it as, like, red is the first place, second is... Uh, or black second place, and then the... Greens were, like, the last team that nobody wanted to win something. I can't remember the scenario... It was for, for double zero. I, it, biggest stooge, I think it was, because well, uh, it was anybody, anybody who won or anybody who bet the under in that Houston SMU game that broke the record for most points in a, a, in a in game. game. Yes. Okay. A lot of games, Connor. This could be a long one here. It's going to get... Bear with us. It's going to definitely get contentious because Extremely. there are some teams that I know that you love and I love. And just because I'm a... You're not like this anyway, so I like that about you. Just because, like, you're obviously the college football guy, I pay attention more to college basketball. Don't be afraid to fight. I'm not afraid to fight on college oh, basketball. Don't be afraid to, be to fight. You stand up for your teams. I will jump over this You table. stand up for your teams. So let's kick it off. Opening round. Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, SEMO. I'm putting SEMO through. It's so tough because I, just, like, I know you like Texas A&M. I love, I love Corpus Christi, but it's literally because of their campus. I think they most have be- one of the most beautiful college literally campuses. on an island. It really is. I mean, basically, I don't matter who you want to pick here. They're getting slaughtered in the next round. So I'm going SEMO. If you want to take Corpus Christi, we'll spend the goddamn. Week. You've been on SEMO for so long. So we're gonna roll with SEMO. Yep, the 16 seed advances here. Let's get the other one out of the way. Okay. Texas Southern 
Fairleigh Dickinson. Now, I'm going to give you a question about Fairleigh Dickinson. So, a lot of their players were Division II guys that moved up to Division One level. Mm-hmm. Can you guess the tallest? So, they have two. their top two leading, store, leading scorers are guards. Mm-hmm. How tall do you think the tallest is of those two guys? 6'2". 5'9". Fuck. Their two starting point guards are, or they have two guards there, 5'8 and 5'9". I mean, I can't say much because two of my favorite guards, like Pack and uh, Noel, are smaller. They're very small, but still, but two are the same backcourt, <laughs> which is weird because Noel and Pack used to be the same exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> but um, I'm rolling with Texas Southern. I know they're 14 and 20. Look, their entire team was hurt the entire season. It's basically the same roster that made the tournament from a year ago. They're good. They're not. They're way better than 14 and 20. They shouldn't have been an eight seed in the SWAC. They're the better team. I'm taking them. Plus, Fairlays doesn't even deserve to be here, to be honest, because they did not win their conference tournament. No. Um, yeah, Texas Southern advances just because I want the only team in the bracket that has a losing record to win a game. That's a fair point here. All right, AC, so, but it's hard for me to go with, against a team that has the name Dickinson. Okay. <laughs> um, to some actual real games here. Mississippi State and Pitt. Chris Jans and Jeff Capel, first trip with their new teams to the tournament. Obviously, we already know what happened for uh, – With Chris Jans last year. Yeah. One of our favorite out. guys. Thank you, God. Um, look, Jeff Capel saved his job with Pitt making the tournament this year. And with Burton and Henson leading the way, I feel like Burton's a guy that's going to be able to get me points at the end of the game. I know a Chris Jans defense is going to defend like crazy, but – I always worry every time I bet or bet against Mississippi State, like like on a total or anything, like where's the offense going to come from? Are they going to be able to score enough points? I think you need a guy who can get a bucket. That's why I'm going to leave for Pitt. Which is, is a clash between two teams that Connor kind of like has a soft spot for. Mississippi State for just like a school I've been in love with for the last couple of years. And Pitt, I mean – I think they ended the season as the best covering. I, I honestly, I don't know because they kind of faded off. Well, that but. was one thing I liked about them too. They were eleven and three on the road, ATS. Mm-hmm. Which I know this isn't a gambling podcast right now. This is just a straight up. But that stuff does mean something. So that means they can play on a neutral and they can play on the road. It doesn't matter to me. Um, I can't. I can't. Mississippi State. I oh, can't. you're going to roll with the Bulldogs, Mississippi State. I mean, I mean, Smith and Jeffers are still good players, but I just, I don't know. I worry about the scoring a little bit here, so, but that is okay. We are going to spin the wheel. You want red or black? Um, You pick a color and you're sticking with it the entire way. Red. Okay, so you're red the entire time. We are going to spin this wheel. Do you want to watch? Yes. You can watch. It's great podcasting going around the corner. All right. Let's go. Yeah, it is red. So Mississippi State will advance. This one I think we're probably going to agree on. Arizona State, Nevada. Nevada comes off losing their last three games to end the season. They were the team that everybody thought was going to be out. They were one. Some people even had them in the next four out, and they squeak in, knocking Oklahoma State and Rutgers, the two teams closest to getting it out. Now, Arizona State has been a team that you've kind of fallen in love with as soon as Cambridge hit that like three-quarters court heave. 
Yeah, because I think the last three times I bet them, two and one, but also had the plus money on them to make the tournament, which cashed, obviously. But, yeah, it's, um, this isn't <coughs> even just because it's Arizona State. This is strictly because the Mountain West cannot win in the tournament. What is the record? One in 11? In the think. last 12, yes. Exactly. Um, this is just strictly Arizona State. Yep. Arizona State's trending up. Nevada's trending down. Now, I'm going to probably be breaking that mold at some point in this tournament. Um, I will say, though, when Oregon State made the Elite Eight back in 2021, Jared Lucas was their second-best player not outside of Ethan Thompson, and he is the best player for this Nevada team. So he has does have some tournament experience, a guy who's played deep in some big games because you know that Oregon State team had to win the Pac-12 tournament to even make it to the dance. They were mm-hmm. exactly Ohio State. They had to win it. They had no other choice. He's played in some giant must-win games, led his team all the way to the Elite Eight. Something that's honestly not talked about as much as being a crazy run. But still, I wouldn't blame anybody for picking Nevada, but I'm going to be laying my – which when you're picking a bracket anyway, you get both mm-hmm. if you're using the ESPN, so it doesn't really matter. But just for all intents and purposes. Well, no, who was, wasn't it JR two years ago? Pick somebody in the first, or picked a team in the 11 seed and had them like going all the way to the Elite Eight. And they ended up losing, and he had the other team going all the way to the Elite Eight. God, who was that? Wasn't it Michigan State and Syracuse? God, I don't even remember. Like, there's so many. Like, we consume so much basketball over those four days. Yeah, we do. We consume so much. And there's a lot of extracurricular activities going on as well, so yes. sometimes the brain gets a little faded. Yes, all right. But let's get into the real bracket here. I'm Absolutely. not ta- I'm not really breaking it down much. Alabama over SEMO. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Pretty easy one there. Now, first game for the NCAA tournament here is Maryland. Maryland's the eight seed. West Virginia is the nine seed. You already know where I am. As soon as the bracket came out, I bet it. I like West Virginia here. Yep. Yep, absolutely. As soon as you told me I could get a better number on a different book, I immediately bet it on the different book. We both love West Virginia. Bob Huggins in the tournament always has good success. And, you know, Maryland You know Maryland is the second-best team in the Big Ten, according to Ken Pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which but, is wild. Uh, but they have three wins away from College Park. Exactly. And, I mean, I just can't do it. So, man, if, I'm off, if we're off on it, like, so, ba- so what? But... Maryland has not proved yet to me that they can win on the road or yeah. a neutral site, either one, mm-hmm. obviously. So that's why I like it there. To the 5-12 that a lot of people basically already have the – this is probably a lot of people's favorite 12 seeds. San Diego State and Charleston. Charleston Cougars are 31-3 and on the season. They're CAA champions. What do you think here – again, this is another spot with the Mountain West trend, but – so I've been f- flipping on this game so much because I'm trying <laughs> so hard not to doubt San Diego State. But, man, there's something about this Charleston team watching them. Like, I just like kind of have this belief. It's, a, it's like a hodgepodge of a bunch of JUCO guys that literally they don't have, like, I think Robinson's their leading scorer. He's, like, 12 a game. There's nobody that's going to be a star, but there's – there are six, seven guys deep who can all score on you. Now, obviously, Matt Bradley is going to be the best player in this game for San Diego State, and 
Darion Trammell might be the second best player in this game. But I think, kind of like you said, man, it's the dream season for Charleston. I know it's chalk, technically, because I think this is everybody's upset pick. But I lean Charleston Cougars here. And San Diego State left a nasty taste in my mouth last year after blowing that lead to Creighton when they were up 20 and we literally quit watching the game. Yep. And then we look up, oh, Creighton's up. (laughs) It's like 10 seconds left. Yeah, Charleston's advancing, man. Moving on here. West or West Virginia, Virginia and Furman, the 13 seed Furman Paladins. This one is probably my second favorite of the upset picks. I love Furman here. Bothwell, Slager, Foster, guys that can shoot threes. Bob Ritchie is a hell of a coach. I know he's no Tony Bennett, but what is the trick to beating a Virginia pack line defense that is being able to shoot the three? And that is what Furman does very well. And I really, really struggle to watch Virginia games and see if they're going to eclipse 50 points. This Furman team is going to be able to score on anybody. I don't care if it is the Virginia pack line. They can shoot over top of it. Now, Reese Beekman is the ACC Defensive Player of the Year, and he will be latched on to Bothwell. But there's something about this Paladins team, man. I like the 13 in advance. I'm so, so damn. Don't think about your futures. I'm not thinking about my futures, but, man, it's just... I don't like. Also, for me, like, what has Virginia proved over the last? Well, like, no, it's month like I'm trying to convince myself in Virginia. That's the thing that I'm. I would like, talk myself out of them if I were you. Yeah, like that's the thing is I don't want to just like think. I don't want people to think like, oh, I'm just following Cody's picks. Like, no, I fully believe that Furman can win this game. I already have a bet on them to. Also, win. I will preface that and interrupt anybody that says that. We also think a lot alike because we are really, really good friends. There's a lot of times Connor shows me the bed. And I'm like, oh, I love it. Yeah, exactly. Because obviously when you hang out on each other, we work together. We're around each other all the time, sometimes too much. Like we start to think a lot alike. That's kind of what brings. But at the same time, Virginia's just heading in the wrong direction. I think we're crazy to have the 12 versus the 13, but man, Furman's a banning. That's For- my second favorite of the upsets, I believe, too. So the 13 advancing. Now, this is one that a lot of people I have seen are in love with the 11 seed. 60 Creighton versus 11 seed NC State. And I ask why as well, Connor. We all we only agree with each other. But I don't care. What has NC State really done to prove to anybody that they are one of the... I mean, granted, like it's the NC tournament. Like, there's lower seeds that win all the time. But honestly, like, has NC State impressed you enough to really have them win against probably, in my opinion, a team that realistically should be a four seed? They just didn't actually prove it on the court. Yeah, so here's, like, the thing. You called it my conference for a good portion of this season. The ACC I was absolutely in love with. I was on NC State at times, and I kind of got off at the right time. And we... We've both been in love with this Creighton team all season. And I just do, like, I've watched both these teams. I don't understand how people can just think, like, NC State's going to win this game. I think Creighton wins. Yeah. Obviously, I'm on the same side. I mean, a lot of people have been talking about, like, DJ Burns 
can, you know, like fuck shit up for Ryan Kalkbrenner. Those I'm don't compare those two guys. Like Ryan Kalkbrenner is ten times the player freaking DJ Burns is. There's a reason he was made a team in the Big East and DJ Burns did not make anything in the ACC. Those two guys DJ Burns also struggles to play twenty five minutes because he's so out of shape. Like that's not a fat joke. That's just he's out of shape. Yeah, he, and I mean here's the thing is on the flip side, you have an athletic big. That's yeah. exactly what you need to like neutralize DJ. Yeah, he's obviously not a guy who's going to stretch it out and guard anybody on the three-point line, but anything down low, he's fine. And then when you have the tandem of Kaluma, Alexander, Nemhard, and Shireman, like, I love this Creighton team. This is your – I don't know. You might interrupt me and sidetrack me because obviously it's only two of us. You're going to be hearing a lot about this team here in this tournament. Mm-hmm. Moving on. The three-seed Baylor Bears take on the Gauchos of USC or UCSB, University of California, Santa Barbara. Now, I'm not picking UC Santa Barbara, but I guarantee you I'm betting a money line on this one. Baylor is headed in the wrong direction. They have been very subpar over the last six, seven games. And between Andre Kelly and TJ Mitchell, like those two dudes can ball. TJ Mitchell is one of those guards. Now, bear with me. To me, he's like an out-of-control kind of guard, if that makes any sense. He's a little like reckless. Ross? Kind of like that, but a, like in a good, like, I'm going to fuck shit up kind of way. Like, I'm going to make this game ugly to think and of nasty. somebody compared to... It's like a... I, I don't, don't want to say it's like Teddy Allen because he's not a guy who's going to like shoot, shoot it over the top or anything. But it's more of like just a little out-of-control, but somehow like just makes the right basketball play. It's hard to explain... I think they can make shit tough for Baylor. Keontae George hasn't looked as good of late. Flagler and Cryer haven't either. But I think ultimately Baylor's just too well coached and Baylor's gonna advance. But I'm gonna take a flyer on UCSB in the tournament. Yeah, I I have Baylor advancing. Like I No one's no one no one in the world in their bomb's gonna question you on that one. No. I mean it's easy. Seven seed Missouri Tigers, Utah State. Not the Utes. They're the Aggies? Aggies. The Aggies as the 10 seed. Again, Mountain West team here, Connor. Yeah, uh, Mizzou. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Plain Mizzou. and simple. And honestly, like, I know we're not talking about betting, but right now Mizzou's an underdog, and I love them. I will tell you, the thing that worries me is the random Mizzou game where nothing falls. Yeah, yeah, that does concern me, but also I think come tournament time, like, they're going to have it going. Funk and Ashworth for Utah State can really spray it, but there's really no post presence on either side that's really going to dominate anything. I just think Missouri's a little more battle-tested, and their A game is definitely eclipsing anything Utah State has to offer. So Missouri's going to advance here. I don't have any, like, I don't have I don't get Princeton chance, so I'm taking Arizona. Arizona, yeah. Not, I wanted Yale in. Yale could have been a fun 13 seed. Unfortunately, Princeton gets it. Kind of done here. I'm not going to fight you with Texas Southern and Purdue either. Damn. Not at all here. <laughs> now, this is probably the matchup that this. I have been back and forth on the most. The Memphis Tigers and the Florida Atlantic Owls. Kendrick Davis, obviously the first name of note when you talk about Memphis basketball. But they also have a man named DeAndre Williams, a 26-year-old who is a big-ass wing who can really mess shit up. And I feel like after that win over Houston, is that something that propels them up through and sticks? Or, I mean, this there's a lot of these uh, Memphis players there a year ago, and they gave 
Gonzaga run for their money. Yeah, I do remember that. But, man, the way Florida Atlantic handled a UAB team. Yeah. Like, that wasn't even close. It was, like, 10 to 9 at one for one second, and the next thing you look up, it was 22 to 12, and it never got close again. And that's a good UAB team. So, my pick, honestly, and we've been talking about it, that we want a certain matchup in the second round. Yeah, I'm just going to take it. FAU. Yes, we want the FAU matchup because they do have this big Russian motherfucker, last name's Golden, who can literally bang bodies with Edie, and a couple guys off the bench that'll literally be able to, like, you know, chip in three or four fouls. You don't have to shut Edie down, but, like, at least make him earn at the free throw line. And I think Dusty May's a hell of a coach, too, but I'm going Memphis Tigers here. I've been back and forth so freaking much, but man, Kendrick Davis is a stud. Didn't you have the FAU in your? That was like the bracket, like first reaction bracket. I actually got to look at the games and kind of diagnose everything. Dude, there's I don't know. There's something about Memphis I kind of like here. So unless you want to veto it, we're rolling the wheel. Roll the wheel. All right. So you're always on red here, and we're off here. I wish I could see it a little bit. Oh, you don't have it here? It is red again. Connor is 2-0 and on these things. FAU! So FAU advances here to the second round here. Down a game that I really don't want to talk about. Pisses the hell. Fuck the committee. Pisses both of us off. Number five seed Duke will take on Oral Bob, the 12 seed. Max Azemus, Connor Vanover. Really, really, the by far the best 12 seed. By far the best 12 seed. It's the best 5 seed versus the best 12 seed. It fucking sucks. Why couldn't they have put either one of these teams <laughs> to against another team for slaughter? Why? Yeah. Like, honestly, like, if Oral Roberts is playing any of the other 5 seeds. I love it. And it sucks because one of those 5 seeds is Miami. I love Oral Roberts. Duke playing anybody else like i think they destroy anybody else in the 12 seed it just sucks that it has to be oral roberts because as somebody who we both are on oral roberts final four futures yeah obviously it's a long shot we both know that yeah but we got it at plus fifteen thousand. it's a lot and yeah each like five dollars to win 750 i also have a future on duke to make the final four God damn, does this suck. Dude. It sucks. It really sucks, man. And I'm telling you, since Duke's lineup has been full strength, they've still only lost one game. Dariq Whitehead has really stepped up. And the big, I mean, by far the biggest thing, and I think everybody kind of knows that, is Derek Lively is playing like the best recruit in the nation. He's not going to wow you offensively, but there is he is one of the best rim protectors for a 19-year-old I've ever seen in college basketball. And a guy that can also step out six seven feet and block a shot he's not just gonna defend driving layups and kickouts like he can switch on the guards and like hold his own yeah he's uh, yeah he's very like he's very I, i've seen so many times that he's blocked three point shots like do you remember he reminds me of a very like a, like a more coordinated jackson hayes for the pelicans yeah if he's still in the pelicans yes. i don't know if he is but like when he was at texas no, i don't think he yeah no i remember him at texas like and freak he, freak he, athlete yeah but also like not much control over yeah, his body but like yeah lively's more controlled there and then obviously filipowski is just an animal he's that's that's all it is he's a he's a freaking animal problem is you have 
Max Azmas on the other side, and Connor Bernover, a 7-4 guy who's a pick-and-pop guy who can shoot knock down some threes, former Cal and Arkansas player. Dude, I, I don't want to do it, but I'm taking Duke. Duke's the better team. Duke's winning this game. Yeah, Duke is winning this game. I'm praying that we are wrong, though. Also, dude, the committee couldn't have done us a favor. Like, I get it. Tennessee beat Texas. I get it. Tennessee beat Kansas. Just flip them. Like, Duke's better. Mm-hmm. Like, put Duke at the four and put Tennessee at the five. Everybody been happy. Yep. 100%. Speaking of Tennessee. Yep. Tennessee will be taking on the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Love them, Raging Cajuns. Obviously, Ziggler's still out. He's done for the year. Uh-huh. Basically, they're only, like, dribble drive, penetration, off the dribble kind of score. Everything else is kind of a set play or throwing it down to the post. I can't remember their big guy's name for Tennessee. It is a wild, wild name. I'm not even going to butcher it, pronounce it. He's a bigger, lighter-skinned guy who's mm-hmm. just a – he's a thick boy. But I'm going to tell you, man, I thought Tennessee was overrated all fucking season, and you're going to mix that with the, with the Ziggler injury and Rick Barnes in the tournament. Give me the Raging Cajuns, the 13th seed, to pull the upset. I don't give a fuck if the spread is 11 or – at least at one point it was, it was 11. At 14, it's been bet down to like 10. I don't like this Tennessee team. If they're wrong, I either way here, I mean, this is a little bit of a spoiler. I think whoever wins this game loses the next round, so it's not going to kill me too much. But I would take the value. And, I mean, Louisiana has a guy, um, Jordan Brown, who's played at Nevada. He's played at Arizona. He's played a lot of high majors, never really worked out. Comes down to a little, to a little bit of lower level, plays in the Sun Belt, and has been a baller. He's a 20-point game scorer. They do have some bigs they can throw down low too. So, okay, so I'm taking Louisiana. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue with you. Um, I we I've been very adamant these last couple of weeks that like I do not like Tennessee whatsoever, and I think they're gonna start falling apart. Uh, and also I think everything else I'm not a hundred percent sure if we're gonna have an upset in the first round. And I feel like in this bracket we need an upset. I know like we have FAU advancing and that but that's the eight nine. I mm. think this is the upset in this bracket. Kentucky, the sixty Kentucky Wildcats play the Friars of Providence, the eleven seed. It is Bryce Hopkins revenge game. He was a transfer from Kentucky. He's now the leading scorer for the Friars. Kentucky has been trending up, but then can't beat Vanderbilt twice. And then Providence has not looked good as of late. But do I want to bet against Ed Cooley in the tournament? Spread lower than I expected. I think we last looked, it was three and a half. Uh, Yes. Makes me wonder a little bit here for Kentucky. But at the end of the day, I don't know who's guarding Sheedway. Carson Wallace... Is probably unguardable, and the Illinois State transfer Antonio Reeves has just come alive as of late. He's been averaging the in the twenties, I think, over the last six seven games here. So I'm taking Kentucky. I even we even bet the spread, so I I, I kind of know where you're going with it. Yeah, it, it's it's Kentucky. Like I know what the trend is with Cooley as a dog, but this Wildcats team is like. Kind of hitting their stride. I know you said, like, can't be Vandy. I won't understand that, but uh, they're not playing Vandy, so I'm not concerned. Your Kansas State Wildcats versus Montana State Bobcats. Um, So help me God. I like Montana State. Battle's a good basketball player. I, I I think this Kansas State team's too tough to be upset. 
That's that's kind of my take. And Montana State was not exactly the Big Sky team I wanted to get in. I kind of wanted Eastern Washington. I thought they could mess some stuff up. I think the Bobcats can play them hard, but at the end of the day, Kansas State's too tough. Yeah, I am very, very thankful that Kansas State did get like a good seed. Because, I mean, coming into this, like you even told me, like they could be as low as a five. Yeah, and, and probably potentially the worst of the 14s as well. Yeah, so for to be a three and kind of get this matchup, I'm very, very happy. I know the spread has been going in the opposite direction. I do not care. This team is not losing in the first round. Seven seed Michigan State versus 10 seed USC. Connor, for me, this is an easy one. I love Michigan State. Thing that I think kind of killed them in conference play is they really don't have a big. Like, they kind of play Malik Hall at the five a lot of the times. But between Hogard, uh, Tyson Walker, and Joey Hauser, I think it's going to be a little too much for a basically two-headed monster for USC with Drew Peterson and Boogie Ellis. That's all they have. I don't really care for USC that much, and I like Michigan State. Yeah, I won't fully say that you've talked me into Michigan State, but in this specific matchup, it's Spartans. Plus, like, the fact that it's in Columbus, like, I don't try to take that where, like, This is two Big Ten schools. (laughs) Future Big Ten schools. I I have to come to grips with that. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say come to grips. I love it, but the idea of it. But the fact that Michigan State's probably, I want to say, three... Four-hour drive, and USC is on a, a completely flight. different coast. Uh, yeah, I just think it's Spartans. I'm honestly surprised. Well, I guess because of the matchup, it's the reason that the spread's low. But I even love Michigan State betting-wise. But we'll, we have to wait till Wednesday. But Spartans move on. I'll apologize to our friend, my friend, your friend, Jared Burns here. I am taking the Golden Eagles and Marquette to beat Vermont. He has Vermont in his uh, Elite Eight. Yeah, but that's a uh, classic. Jr. falls in love with a team right before the tournament because he watched the conference championship, and he's going to put them in the elite eight. Yeah. Everything else, I promise you, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, so, honestly, like one of these days, he's going to hit one. Yeah, eventually, eventually. But um, yeah, I think Marquette wins this game. Houston, no problem here with Northern Kentucky. Yep. Um, actually, kind of we haven't talked about it. We're, we won't worry about that. We're not doing picks. Yeah. Um, number eight, Iowa versus uh, number nine seed, Auburn. Uh, another one that I've kind of honestly been back and forth on a little bit because I don't know exactly what Iowa team I'm going to get. Yeah, I mean, I... Flip side, what kind of Auburn team am I going to get? Exactly. So, um, I think I'm going to go with the better of two evils, I think. Uh and take Iowa just because of that scoring ability. When it's on, it's on, man. And it's just hard to go against them. Yeah, opinion. at the end of the day, I think that's my my take as well. Like the the upside of Iowa when they're when both McCaffrey brothers are making shots, Murray's <laughs> making shots. They're a tough, tough team. Now they have to be able to play a little bit of defense in the tournament, and we've also seen that. Frank McCaffrey has not shown a lot of success in the tournament, but I think they can get one here. All right, here we go. Number five, Miami Hurricanes versus the 12 seated Drake Bulldogs. Connor, you are a giant Miami, Florida fan. Yes. Your buddy's taking Drake here. I think Drake's the better basketball team. My buddy's an asshole. I honestly do. Yeah. Uh, 
this is a team full of 25-year-olds. These guys have played in some big games. They made the tournament a couple years ago, been deep in the Missouri Valley tournament every single year. They defend very hard. Oh, and from that team they just added, they when they went to the – they made it to the first weekend because they played an opening round game. They add Tucker DeVries, the coach's son, who is like a six-seven wing – who can put it on the floor and score? He can shoot outside and score. He can post up and score. It's a very team. It's a team that's not going to make a lot of mistakes. And I know Miami's really good. They have a lot of athleticism, but the loss of Amir also worries me a lot. And this is why I kind of lean towards Drake here. Yeah, I had just, I wanted to look to see if there was any good news about Amir, but yeah, once that injury happened, I did start to get concerned with Miami. But. This is a battle-tested Miami team. Not even just from this season. This is a team that made a run last season. I just I can't go against them. This is gonna we're gonna have to battle this one. We're not. Uh, JR picks Drake. So unless you're, JR, you're a piece of shit. I thought we were doing. I was ready to go to roulette. Fuck unless you, you want to veto this, Drake's gonna move on here. I hate you. I hate you guys. You're rolling with the Drake Bulldogs as the 12th seed here. I'm saving my veto. Now, number four seed, Indiana Hoosiers versus the 13th seeded Kent State Golden Flashes. I will let you talk first. This one's tough. Because you... I'm slowly building into, like, New Mexico State level of confidence territory on this one. Yeah, you have been on Kent State. You got me on to Kent State. But, man, at the same time, there is something about this Indiana team. For for, beating a lot of average Big Ten schools. Shut the fuck up. That's what they do really good. You want to know what Kent State's done in the non-con? They haven't beat them. But they lost two by Charleston. Lost to Houston by five. Played Gonzaga in the single digits. It's a team that gets up for the big games. They have the best guard on the floor in Sincere Carey. Problem is... Stop talking me into Problem is... Trace Jackson Davis. Exactly. Which is a huge problem. But Indiana's lost a lot of games where Trace Jackson Davis scores 25 points a game. I think his Kent State team is a veteran. I don't think they have anybody that can stop Sincere Carey. Am I going to trust the senior-ridden point guard in Sincere Carey or the I'm going to give you 30 or I'm going to get or I'm going to go two for 44 from the field in Jalen Hutchifino? Which I like Jalen. I think he's going to be a great pro. Don't argue with me since he carries a better player. I like Kent State. I'm taking the money line there, and I love Kent State. You can pick Indiana if you want, but I'm going to veto you. So, you have no choice. Yeah, well, no, Kent I'm State's picking better. Kent State, but you want to know something? We have every 13 seed advancing right now. I don't I don't think it's, I don't think it's that crazy. Hey, you're going to get one of them, right? <laughs> or we could get none of them. I'm telling you people, no, this is... It's, it's Kent State. This is slowly. I'm, belie- I'm slowly believing with you. I get these hunches, man. I, I we had it in the New Mexico State last year. This is slowly building towards that territory, which honestly, it's not even how much I love Kent State. And like I said, they played up in big games. They they lost a couple in the MAC, but it was like games that they looked very laissez faire. They lost in Northern Illinois, but man, when they had to play Toledo in the tournament, when everybody and their mom was on Toledo, everybody and their mom was on Akron when they played. They came out and like threw haymakers. 
But I'm also just not an Indiana guy. Like, I haven't been all year. So, I mean, obviously, if you listen to the show, I haven't been. Six seed at Iowa State. You know, I'm such a fucking idiot. I should have said Indiana, so you have to, to use, use a veto. Team. It's smart. Fuck. They've been very smart, actually. God I should have tipped my hand there. Six seed at Iowa State will play 11 seeded Pitt. The Cyclones are the most confusing team in basketball, but there is one thing you're always going to know about Iowa Iowa State. They're going to play hard ass defense. Now, will they be able to score 40 points? That's left to be determined. Iowa State defense versus Mississippi State defense. Wait. Oh, yes, you have Mississippi State. My bad. Oh, Jesus. This could be ugly. This could be one. This could be like in the 30s. I don't even know what they would have this at. I will say I like Iowa State a lot after the dismissal of Caleb Grill. Um, sometimes just cutting loose ends helps. And, and honestly, they've like that's the weird thing is they. I'm pretty sure in that stretch they've gone. They've won some big games and they've lost some dumb games. Yeah, they've at least gone three yeah. and two. I think um, Haslam but has beat it. Baylor at, twice. Haslam has it at one seventeen is the total, which sounds very ugly. But I mean, Caleb Grill as good as Caleb Grill was, and he kept him in a lot of games. Sometimes there's something about those guys, man, that are just catch and shoot shooters who think they have the green light when they're open seven from the field. I like Jerron Holmes. I like Asunasuni. To guard down low here and kind of stop what Burton, Henson, and Cummings are bringing to the table. I like Iowa State here. I don't love Iowa State here. And I'm still picking Iowa State versus Pitt. My bad. They're, I have Pitt in my brackets. Mississippi State. Well, we didn't pick Pitt. I know. I'm go. I'm going with the Cyclones either way. I think the yeah, better team. Yeah, I'm going with the Cyclones. And I don't too. love it, but I am. No, we hate it. <laughs> Three-seeded Xavier Musketeers playing the 14-seed Kennesaw State. I don't really know what to make of Xavier. That win over Creighton was something I just did not expect. I even said on the podcast I thought Creighton's going to mock the floor with him. Yeah, Kind of was a no-show, but then Creighton, Xavier turns around, plays Marquette, and gets the the game was over before But that could still. also just be Marquette. <laughs> that could. Um, great story from Kennesaw State. Awesome story. First time they won one game two years ago, but James Youngblood's a good player. He was a four-star recruit at one point, but I don't I don't see it. I think Xavier yeah, got this one. It's Xavier. I hate to say it, but it's Xavier. Now, this one could get contentious here. Very. Seven-seeded Texas A&M versus the 10-seeded Big Ten runner-up, the Penn State Nittany Lions. A great battle between Wade Taylor and Jalen Pickett. I'm I'm letting you go first. I'm up in the air, man, because I love Penn State. I mean, I was on here when we did our long shots to win the tournament. I had Penn State. That was my shot. Unfortunately, we came up a little bit short. You came up one game with like three points short, basically. And the shitty thing about that was, is you obviously we had the seven and a half point dog, so there was no hedge opportunity at all. Yeah. And they were basically they came back at the end. Uh huh. So I never got a point where they were. I was hoping to get like Penn State up like seven or eight and get even odds and then hammer Purdue, yeah. but I just never got the hedge opportunity. Look, we've been down in Texas A&M all year, man. That's a fun team. Wade Taylor's a great basketball player. Henley Coleman, a former Duke player. Tyrese Radford's a good basketball player. Buzz Williams, a hell of a coach. I don't care, man. Jalen Pickett's the best player in this basketball game. I don't love it, but I like I like the shooters. I like Funk around Pickett. Lundy's been contributing a lot. Cam Winter's been doing great down low. I'm taking Penn State. I think Jalen Pickett's the best player in this game, and I think he can fuck shit up in this tournament. He looked I- exhausted in that Purdue game, by the way. Because yeah. obviously they had to win three games. Mm. Give him a week's rest. I think he'll be more 
than ready to go. But that is a tough to ask Texas A&M team. Not just skill wise, just physically tough. It's not going to be easy. But I'm taking Penn State. Yeah, I'm with you on Penn State. There's just there's like a switch has been flipped with this team ever since the start of the Big Ten tournament, and there's just something about this team that I can't go against that shoot scoring ability. It's so like that's the hardest thing for me in the tournament is I love teams that can score. The problem is more times than not when you ha- love a team that can score, they're going to have that game where they can't fucking score. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I just love Penn State. Texas paying Colgate the 15 seed. I'm advancing Texas, but I'm not going to sleep on Colgate. Colgate's got a dude, Richardson. Didn't you say te- or Colgate was your favorite 15? Second favorite because oh, of okay. matchup. We have not got to the favorite yet. Oh. Um, oh. Until I saw who they were playing. It's more like if you're <laughs> saying on a – if you're saying more of like who is the better team, I think Colgate's probably better than the next one we're getting to, but just the matchup helps. Um, they have a couple six ten guys that can stretch and shoot threes. If they get hot, like and get up early, it could get scary. And we've seen a Texas team fold a lot, but I Texas is gonna win this game. But wouldn't shock me if Colgate's the fifteen that wins this game. Uh Howard, no chance against yeah. Kansas. Sorry. Yeah. Thanks for playing. Sorry. First Sorry, time going Howard. to the tournament since nineteen eighty. Awesome, congratulations. Eight seed, Arkansas Razorbacks versus the Illini of Illinois, the nine seed, who is also very much a Jekyll and Hyde basketball team. I mean, I'll let you go first on this one. I'll be very interested to see what you think. I Dude, this – I hate all these well, – uh, okay, there's only one that we've been, like, unanimous about, and that's West Virginia versus yeah. Maryland. This one, again, I have no idea. I could flip a coin, honestly, either way. But, man, there's just – it's hard for me. And as much as I love Illinois, it's hard for me to bet against Moss in the tournament. Done it too many – I've done it too many times in it, like, literally last year. Yeah. I I, I 100% get it. Um I don't know. I'm I'm very much on the fence too. Like on paper, Illinois should be such a better basketball team than they sometimes give us here. Like Matthew Meyer will just sometimes be a no show. Terrence Shannon always seems to produce. But the big X factor, man, is like what kind of game are we gonna get from Coleman Hawkins? When Coleman Hawkins is playing well, he's playing very well. When they're when and Illinois is playing well. When he's not playing well, it seems like the whole team kind of comes down. But I think at the end of the day, as much as I love Illinois, as much as I have a future on them, I think Arkansas has got too much talent. Since Nick Smith's come back, they've just looked a lot better of a basketball team. Good, I And it's tough had... to trust Illinois. And honestly, Brad Underwood has not proved anything to turn. I had already started writing out Arkansas, so I'm glad you picked them. The five-seeded St. Mary Gales forces the VCU Rams, the 12-seed. Why can't seed. they play Oral Roberts instead? Also, JR is also on our side. I've been kind of texting him just to – See what, just because if there's a tie, I don't want to sit and wait. Uh-huh. So, um, look, is playing really well right now. Um, St. Mary's, awesome win against Gonzaga. Awesome win. Um, I think it's a little too early. I think you're a year away. Alex Mahaney is a freshman. He's a hell of a point guard, but he's not ace ball when the A-10 player of the year. He is awesome, and Brandon Johns is a veteran player that came from Michigan that has played in a lot of big moments. I like VCU here. I This is... Probably my safest 12 seed that I like, that I'm pretty confident in, but you don't get a lot of value betting-wise on it. 
But would it shock me to see St. Mary's win here? No, but my heart tells me VCU is a better team. It's a shame we have every 12 seed. Do we really? No, we don't. We have Duke. Well, no, I was going to say oh. we have every 12 seed advancing except for Oral Roberts. Yeah. Which is by far the best 12 seed. It, it's, it sucks, man. But if they yeah. could have got 11, that would have been really nice. Yeah. I, That's you, kind of a sweet spot, too. That's where Lilo Chicago was. But they play in the Missouri Valley, which is a little easy, a little tougher of a conference here. You know um, what's going to happen is Oral Roberts is going to be the only 12 seed that advances. All the other ones lose. Dude, I've never but been. Yeah, I mean, I, the, I was on St. Mary's for that Gonzaga game, but I haven't really bet them that much. I just. What what was it that happened to them last year in the tournament? Didn't they They got Molly whopped by UCLA, I believe. Okay. If that's if my mind was I remember they boat raced they boat raced Indiana and then I wanna say they were a four seed and then UCLA took advantage of that. I'm not 100 percent sure. I'll look that up. I quick. can't. I can't fully remember, but also at the same time, there's some about this VCU team. They are like the A ten is no joke. They are battle tested. They could honestly be more battle tested than St. Mary's. Not the worst taking it was UCLA. Okay, but still, like VCU, the arrow is pointing up. They rekindle some magic. Oh God, here we go. Four seated <laughs> UConn versus wearing the shirt too. Thirteen Iona Gales. I have my Rick Pitino shirt on. I really, really, really want to believe in Iona here. Now Clayton and Junior Joseph are awesome, awesome basketball players. Look, when UConn's firing at all cylinders and they're playing their best basketball, they're the best team in the country. Their A game is better than anybody anybody else's A game. Is there an off night where Iona can get them? I think Iona can clip them two out of ten times. But for the purposes of the bracket, I'm not going to take something that I have as 20% chance of happening, and I want UConn. My heart's going to be on Iona, though. I'm going to be rooting for Iona. I'm gonna We're going to have a sprinkle on yeah. Iona. I will not touch but... – I will not put any money on UConn. <laughs> and I love UConn. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I love Slick Rick a little bit more. Yeah, UConn advances. It's, it's just – if this was last year's UConn team, we would be Fall all over Iona. I would have fallen in love. But there's just something about this team that I, is it's different. But if Iona at the same time pulls the upset, would it shock us? Absolutely not. Six seeded TCU Horn Frogs taking on Arizona State, the eleven after they beat Nevada here, according to us. I like Arizona State, but man, I'm. I think they're a great basketball team, but Miles is by far the best player in this basketball game. Miller, Emmanuel Miller has been playing a lot, has been playing very well lately. And I think Jamie Dixon's kind of no guard, nobody just run up and down the court. Shit's at least going to work for one round. And that is a tough TCU team. And they are a lot better than their seat is. Yeah. I, yeah, I love TCU. I, Love them very much in this tournament. So it's going to get contentious the further that they go. But I, they're just hitting their stride at the right time. Like, I know what happened in, against Texas. But losing at Texas is no 
nothing to hang your hat on. Texas. No, and honestly, you could have the potential for uh, rematch down the road. But at the same time, just TCU is just playing so damn well right now. They are a hot team coming into this tournament ever since Miles has been back. I love Blackshear and Harrison for Grand Canyon, the 14-3 and matchup between them and Gonzaga. They're a they're a good good team, like a good average team. They were probably my fifth choice to want to come out of the whack. I thought Sam Houston or Utah Valley or even Southern Utah probably were matched up better to like compete in the tournament, but they're not here. So we're here. Gonzaga's a better basketball team. Gonzaga's beating them. Yeah. Um Gonzaga advances. Uh it sucks because I would love to take Grand Canyon here. Awesome fans, dude. But they'll oh. travel. Uh, yeah, their atmosphere at games are is electric. Um, but also, I just think Gonzaga advances, and if we're wrong, well, then Colin's going to laugh at us. Seven-seeded Northwestern Wildcats versus ten-seeded Boise State Broncos. This is one of the more tough ones, in my opinion, the 7-10 matchup. No, Northwestern's coming off no, a not. dream season here where they made the tournament. Um, yeah, I'm going Northwestern. Yeah, Northwestern. That, like just doing the trend. Mount it's West. not even that. It's <laughs> Boise State failing to show up to big games randomly. Like Shaver's a great player. Rice is a great player. They're a great team, but they it seems like they just kind of pick off the lower level teams of the Mountain West or the mid teams when they go up against the big boys like San Diego State and um, Nevada. I mean Utah State in the tournament. They, they fail to show up. This dream season for Northwestern, I think, continues. I don't know how long it's lasting, but no, I think it at least gets one tournament win. Yeah, and that is that the first tournament win? I don't remember I if they won might. the first one. I, I don't can't know. remember. Um, the Bruins, UCLA, two seed playing the 15 seed UNC Asheville. This is my favorite 15 seed to pull an upset, but they're not doing it. But they're not doing it. Yeah, no. Drew Pember's a dog, former Tennessee Bull or played at Tennessee for a while. Um, he's a big South defense player of the year. But he's a very finesse big. He's like 6'10". He's not really going to bang down low. He's a pick-and-pop shooter from three. Kind of uh, like kind of an old man's game, but he's not going to be – there's no physicality there. And with Bonna out, that worries me a little bit. And when will UCLA kind of feel the hurt of Jalen Bird being out? I don't know. But if you want to sprinkle a little bit on UNC Asheville, I'm not going to blame you here. But I think ultimately UNC Asheville – or UCLA advances here. All right, that was a big one here. 50 minutes in here. We're moving on to the second round here. Alabama versus West Virginia, the ninth seed. So this is tough because of the way that West Virginia was able to play Kansas the last couple of games. They were able to keep it close. But just, I think, Bama's scoring ability is... Slightly better than Kansas's scoring ability. So I just think Bama wins this, but I wouldn't be surprised if West Virginia puts up a fight. Yeah, I think West Virginia can fight here, but Bama's by far the better team. Always worries me with the jump shooting teams. You've been hearing me all year, but when you have Brandon Miller and Marcus Sears, Javon Quinterly out of nowhere has decided he's playing like Quinterly of the, like the last two seasons and Betty Ako down low. They're just way more talented. I think West Virginia fights here, but Bama's way better. Interesting here. 12 seeded Charles <laughs> Cougars versus the Paladins and the 13 seed Furman. I think the dream season here for Charleston just continues. That is a just a veteran 
plated basketball team in there. Pat Kelsey is an amazing fucking basketball coach. He was the coach of Winthrop for all those years that they made the tournament and they just walked through the Big South. He's going to be at a high major soon here. He's a hell of a basketball coach. Charleston might throw the bag at him, though, because this is way off topic, but Charleston actually has like a decent, really good support for like their basketball team. And it's by far the best job in the CAA, and they might be able to keep him a little longer than they probably should. Um, what is shocking here, Furman wins. Pat Hel- or, uh, Bob Ritchie's also a good coach. Bothwell and Slauser can shoot the hell out of the basketball. It's going to be a three-point shootout here. But Charleston, by far, I think, all around is the better basketball team. So yeah, the, the dream run just continues. You know what the funnest thing about this is? Huh. Is, like, we made – I made one bracket. Just, like, I always do it, make it right off the rip. That's the one I play with. That's the one I use for all my shit. Because at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck about my tournament. I care about my bets. Yes. Day by day, hour by hour. That's what I care about. Yes. But it's fun, more fun here because there's matchups that like I wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Like, because I don't have some of these matchups because you advance them through. So yeah, I don't here. have this many upsets, but we've just ended up here. I'm talking to myself into it after I said that I don't think there's going to be a lot of upsets. Yeah. All right, 6 seed Creighton Blue Jays versus the 3 seed Baylor Bears. Connor, I am just continuing to roll with Creighton here. I don't. I, JTT is a great basketball player. I don't know if he's going to be able to stop Kalkbrenner. I know Cryer, the trio, George, Cryer, Flagler, awesome guards. Stretch the floor, can shoot the three, but they're a little undersized. Ryan Emhart's a bigger guard. Baylor Shireman's a bigger guard, and I think he's the biggest not, matchup nightmare for anybody there. He can rebound the basketball, he can shoot the three. I don't know who exactly is going to guard him. And then also Arthur Kaluma. Probably a potential could play his way into a top 10 draft pick if he has a really good tournament. Baylor's been struggling as late. I like Creighton over him. This is tough. Because honestly, I can I can decide this because I already know what JR's pick is. Yes, you do know what it is. Blue I'm J- actually not. Blue gonna, I'm not actually not. I'm probably. I think I'm just kind of done there because it's just, there's too much of a layover. It doesn't work. Uh, you gotta be like live streaming. Yeah, I, it's it's Creighton, man. There's just something about this team that I absolutely love, but also I'm I can't. It's so hard to discredit Baylor. And betting against, but Contra also is tough. it's two very veteran coaches. Yes, but and I I honestly I get the seeds. I get all that. I get it, but Creighton's not a six seed, man. They lost seven straight games when Kalkbrenner was out. And if you strip the names off the jerseys and you lay the rosters out left and right, Creighton's more talented. I don't care. Creighton's got more talent. Keontae George is going to be a top 10 pick. Don't care. Arjun Kaluma might be too. Mm-hmm. He was projected a top six pick before the season started, kind of played his way out because they spread the ball around a little bit. He's a hell of a pro. He's going to be a hell of a pro. He's going to be there. Creighton's a good, te- good basketball team. Missouri Tigers versus the Arizona Wildcats here. God save me. I want to pick Missouri, but I don't think I can. I can't either. I The problem is, is Bellis and Balo are going to absolutely fucking dominate in the post. They have, Missouri has no big men. I wanted Missouri to be my sleeper team, like a 7-8 seed that makes a run, but this is just not a good matchup. They're, no. they're going to dominate Arizona's guards. Like Des Moines Hodge, Kobe Brown, if Isaiah Mosley comes back, are way better than anything that Arizona's throwing out there. Corner Ramey doesn't scare me. But they're not beating Arizona. Sorry. No. no. Sucks. I'm not in a betting it because I love 
By the way, if you don't know anything about me and you, and we've done quite well in the tournament over the last two years since we've been doing the party, um, I, don't, I would say we have a losing record, but that's because we're taking chances and it's money line season. Yeah. And But when you come if, to units if, up, if, we're mad up units. Yeah. Lo- losing record units through the roof. <laughs> and it's like, well, you're betting all the upsets. Like, kind of, but not. Like, last year, we had some 12 seeds we liked. We liked um, Chattanooga over Houston. Um, yeah, we laid, you know, like four or five units on Houston. Well, you know, we really liked New Mexico State. We threw 15 at it. That was beyond max bet. Yeah. So, like, it's, yeah, we do bet the upsets, but we spread the units around according to the confidence level. Yes. So, you have Arizona advances there. Purdue FAU. I, we, I, can't, we can't do it. I'm doing it, dude. I don't like, I don't think Purdue's good. I, I don't care. They beat a bunch of average teams in the Big Ten. The I I might get ridiculed for this, and I know I have a decent basketball following on Twitter of people that are big in the sport. The Big Ten's just average. There's a bunch of average teams beating average teams. What happens when you have another big that can bang bodies? I know the Big Ten's got bigs, but Hunter Dickinson's still 6'10". Transaction Davis is still 6'9". Golden's 7'2", and he can bang around a little bit with Zach Eady. And the guards for FAU are just as good, if not better, than the freshman guards of Purdue. And I'm not – and if you also – if you've paid attention to any Purdue game in the last, like, 10 weeks, Foster Lawyer stinks – or Fletcher Lawyer stinks. Man, every time he's out there, he's, like, pissing down his leg. Like, every time I watch him, he's 0 for 7. He's He was an 80-something percent free throw shooter yesterday. He got fouled with under a minute left to kind of put the game away. Bricked both free throws. It's, so you're basically counting on Mason Gillis and Braden Smith to run the offense if anything happens to Zach Eady and he's controlled. I would take FAU there. I really, do. I honestly, I think for me they're going to lose the next round anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But I'll go with the upset. I can't you think? do it. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's a tough one. So, and to be honest with you, if I had Memphis here, I would pick Memphis against Purdue as well. Of course you would. I think so Purdue how, is a very average team. So we'll roll the we will do I I'm not vetoing. I'm gonna keep a hold of mine. By the way, you still have two left. How do I have two? Like you haven't used any vetoes. Oh, okay. I forgot we had two to start. Alright, we're gonna let it roll here. You're on the red here, I'm on the black. It'd be kinda cool to see somebody hit a double zero though. At least once. Nope. It's gonna be the black. The FAU, the FAU Owls are advancing to the Sweet 16, knocking out our first one seed Purdue. I love Louisiana, man. I think they're a good basketball team. I think Duke, Duke is firing Duke. at all fucking cylinders. I'm not even going to question this one. Yeah, Don't need to debate it. Yep, Duke. Now, this one I'm debating. Six-seeded Kentucky Wildcats versus the Kansas State Wildcats. Kentucky, when they are firing on all cylinders, they are a hell of a basketball team. Um... I think the biggest thing I would look for in this matchup is Oscar Sheetway. Like, who exactly on Kansas State's going to be able to step up and stop him and contain him? But at the same time, we've seen him go for big points against... Um, he scored like... He had 30 points against the St. Peter's team last year, and they still lost. So as long as he can get any kind of contribute contributions from anybody else on the team, I think they'd be okay. But... For me, honestly, I think I'm going to go with Kansas State in this matchup. Wow. I'm back and forth here. I don't love this Kansas State team, 
but they are tough as shit. Well, either way, Kansas State was going to advance. Yeah, because they were going to use the veto. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, I just I know this Kentucky. I've talked up this Kentucky team so much. But also, at the same time, Kansas State has been been consistently good all season. Kentucky, we have seen a lot of lows. We've yeah. also seen a lot of highs. But, man, I just... I can't, I can't get rid of my team. Nope, 100% get it. I worry about Kansas State on neutrals and, like, away from home a little bit because Noel definitely does not play. He plays way better at home than he does on the road. But... Dude, like I, I think we're. I, I know Kentucky's good, but I think we're juicing them up just a little bit because of the name on the jersey. They're a great basketball team. They returned the Player of the Year last year. I get it. But Keontae Johnson, Sills, and Noel are great, and Jerome Tang's a hell of a basketball coach. I'm so confident. I wrote in the next team. Okay, this one I'm going to debate. I'm not going to pick it, but there's a path here for Michigan State to win this basketball game. There really is. Because what, again, what gives Michigan State trouble is teams that have bigs. And Marquette has not have any kind of big. It's a bunch of really, really, really good guards. And guess what? Michigan State has really, really, really good guards. Tyson Walker and Hogart are really good. They're not Tyler Kolick. They're not Cam Jones. They also have a coach who has been there a million times. Uh... I'm not saying they're going to win this game. But if they're here and these teams match up, it would not shock me for one second that Michigan State wins this basketball game. And plus, as good as Tyler Kolick is, biggest player of the year, he's still a George Mason transfer, man. Like He's not played in a lot of big games yet. The biggest tournament's one thing. This is the real shit. But I think Marquette wins. I don't hate Michigan State here, though. Yeah, Michigan, or Marquette wins. I Easy. I'm not saying easy. Easy. Houston, the one seed here, takes on the eight-seeded Iowa Hawkeyes. Now, we still don't know the um, severity of Marcus Sasser's injury. It looks like he's going to be playing, but it's not 100% certain. I doubt he'll play in the 16 game. Yeah, there's no reason to even try to play him in that game. No, especially not against Northern Kentucky. Um, no. Iowa's a fuck-shit-up kind of team. Team that can hit a lot of threes, going to play zero defense. Problem is, I think the, what they get killed on is the boards, like, if you ever watched a Houston Cougar game, you will notice literally all five guys are just fearless going for the ball and going for offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds. I think they control the glass. They defend too well. They're better coached. Iowa can make it interesting, but I like Houston. Yeah, I think Iowa does make it very interesting. By it, Houston's one of the best teams in the nation for a reason. Now, these are fun ones because these are like two of the upset God, picks going is... against each other. <laughs> We're so um, I actually think both like I would if you would rank this 5 12 4 and 13 I would I would rather have Drake and Kent State over both these teams. Not going to lie. 100% in a tournament setting would rather would. So I don't think this is wrong. 12 seed of Drake versus Kent State 13. Um Drake's a better team, man. Yeah. They're a yeah, better team. It's tough to say, but yeah, they are The battle between Tucker DeVries and Sincere Carey will be awesome and see them go back and forth. But I mean, there's too many guys that have been through this with this Drake team, and they're just so well coached, and they defend hard as a motherfucker. Give me Drake here advancing to the Sweet 16. So two twelves in the Sweet 16 so far. Six seeded Iowa State Cyclones versus three seeded Xavier. 
as much as Iowa State has worried me over the past few months, I there's something about the Xavier team I don't care too much for. And the problem is Xavier turns the ball over a ton, and nobody forces turnovers more than Iowa State. That is why I will take Iowa State to advance in this. And we said the same thing last year. They don't deserve to be in the tournament. They were the they were eight and twelve in conference. And what happened? They almost made it to the Elite Eight. They were right there at the end. I'm taking Iowa State here. No. Xavier. Veto. Iowa State. I hate you. I hate you. I there is nothing about that. Fine. Use your use your veto on one of the worst teams in college basketball. I'm telling you, buddy, I love you, but there's not a difference, big difference between Iowa State and Kansas State. Like in analytics will back that up. I don't care. I've watched the games. Have analytics watched the games? No, I've watched, <laughs> I've watched the games. I've, wa- I've, I've watched, watched the games with my too, own man. Eyes. And I think Iowa State's just as good as Kansas State, if not better. When it comes down to it, I like Kansas State's pretty. Iowa State's pretty goddamn good. Ten seeded Penn State versus two seeded Texas. I think Pickett can make this game super, super interesting, but. It's a lot to let rely on one guy. Like you would have to hope that Lundy and Funk are making every single shot here. There's just Texas has too many guys to throw at you. Tyrese Hunter, Teddy Allen, Dylan DeSumo, Sabari Rice with the smoothest pump faking all of college basketball. Texas is too good, man. Yeah. And I think they've really rallied around Rodney Terry too, and they really want him to get that job. Yeah, I love this Penn State team, but I mean Texas is just another level, man. And awesome, man, if you lose to Texas in the second round of your Penn State, yeah. like that's a great season, man, mm-hmm. for Penn State. One seed Kansas versus eight seed Arkansas. This is not a walk in the park by any freaking means here. No, it is not. You're playing an Arkansas. I didn't realize team. It until like I looked at it on paper, like, damn, that's tough. They have two Lottery picks on this Arkansas team between Anthony Black and Nick Smith. And Ricky Council's a hell of a baller too, man. But Kansas, just too well coached. Hopefully Bill Self is back on the sidelines soon. I he like should, Kansas I to think advance. they said that he should be back. Yeah, I'm not ballsy enough to do this, but if we woke up and we're looking in the Sweet 16 and Arkansas's there, it's not going to freaking shock me, man. No. It, it really isn't. 12-seed Utah or uh, VCU Rams versus the 4-seed UConn Huskies. No. Again, I can't do it, man. Nope. Nope. I like I love Ace Baldwin. I think he's a hell of a basketball player. But when UConn is just firing all cylinders, Jordan Hawkins, Andre Jackson, too much in the paint. And it worries me a little bit with the way UConn can take care of the ball. That that suffocating defense can kind of lead to a lot of fouls, and you're just going to put a, a good free throw shooting UConn team on the line too much. This is not going to work. Oh, fuck. This um, is about this. I could fucked get, my veto. This could get very much very contentious. I much would have rather had it here. Six seeded TCU Horn Frogs versus the three seed Gonzaga Bulldogs. I'll let you have the floor. Go ahead. It doesn't matter. My I, point's not gonna matter. It's it's TCU. It's not it's the Horn Frogs. This Gonzaga team. I'm sorry, dude. You gotta think this is not. The Gonzaga team that you want to think that they are. They are not. But they're really good still. They're not as good as TCU when they're healthy, man. Are they? Because they're 20 points off. They're 20 spots off on Ken Palm. I don't care. Ken Palm doesn't take into consideration all the time that Miles was out. It does, though. Shut up. It does. Shut (laughs) up. That's the issue. Shut up. It's TCU. I I I I I get it, man. I don't care. I don't care. I get it, 
but all but here's the thing, dude. TCU likes to run up and down the court. That's what they do. And if you want to turn this game to a track meet, you're running to a fucking horns with the Gonzaga team here. They will run you up and down the court. And well, you know who's got bigger horns? A horn frog. They don't. I <laughs> I think they're DC. I would have I I'll let you have it, man, but I think Gonzaga would be a six point favorite on neutral. I don't Easy. care. A TCU money line. That's tough. I should have saved it, man. That sucks. You're using a veto because I'm all over Gonzaga here. <laughs> um, I think the dream season here might end for Northwestern. The seven-seeded Wildcats <laughs> versus UCLA. I mean, those injuries for UCLA worry me a lot, but it's still Northwestern at the end of the day, and this is still UCLA. Yeah, as much as I'd love to see Northwestern make a, an amazing run, I think it comes to an end here. Okay, so now down to the Sweet 16, kind of getting into it a little bit. We're an hour and ten minutes in here. Jesus, we got some. We got a little bit of craziness, but there's a lot of chalk in here. I, well. Yeah, I think that I think some of these matchups. Big are good. love for the six seeds, though. Three six seeds in the Sweet 16. Yeah. What was that? I don't know. <laughs> All right, number one, Alabama taking on. 12 seeded Charleston. Yeah, Charleston just, is a very well coached team. And I think I'm going to end it with that. Alabama, too much athleticism, too much yep. shooting. And it's. Charleston would have to play absolutely perfect. I. I. A lot of these mid majors worry me when they go up against a team so, like, just way more athletic than them. Like, skill wise, they can match up, but they just don't have that. The athletes. That I did beat. not realize, like, West Virginia is the toughest game that Bam- in our bracket that Bama will play until they hit the Elite Eight. Yeah, more than likely. I think if Furman beats Charleston, which I think Charleston does beat Furman, I think Furman matches up with Bama a little bit better. But still. But, yeah. I mean, Bama, I mean, they're the number one overall seed. They kind of deserve it, I guess, in a way. Six, Creighton versus two-seed Arizona. I have this in my bracket. I have Creighton in the Elite Eight here. Again, Zubelis and Balo are dogs. They're big guys. They're awesome. But Kalkbrenner's down there too, man. He's a big guy, and he can throw around as well. Kaluma is athletic enough to guard Zubelis, and the guards on Creighton don't even – like, don't compare Arizona guards to Creighton. It's a completely different planet. Nemhard and Alexander and Shireman are way better than Kerr and Courtney Ramey, and they're well-coached, and they ultimately have the best player in this game. That's, that might be a hot take. Zabellis is really good. He's really, really good. But again, a team that can space it out and shoot the three kind of brings a little bit of problems with Zubelis and Baller on the court at the same time. You can't really play them together because they can't they can't control, they can't stop anything with space. I like Creighton here, and I don't even really I don't really have to think about it too much, to be honest with you. So I, Arizona was one of those teams that I said was gonna for me was gonna be on upset alert early. I almost wanted to take them against Mizzou, but I just think the talent gap is just that much more. I think this is the spot where Arizona takes out. I love Creighton. Yeah, and to be honest, I don't think this is like that crazy because if you told me just rank these teams blindly one through sixteen, I think I would have Creighton as the two seed. So that's something that's not really going to be a shock. You to know me. what's going to end up happening is NC State's going to win in the first round. I just don't see that happening. Um, number nine, FAU Owls <laughs> versus five seed of Duke Blue Devils. Look, Duke's been awesome lately. I think it continues. Derek Lively can bang bodies down low, and Duke's guards have been playing awesome. The only thing that would worry me is the the really bad Proctor game. 
But I think Dariq Whitehead is head over heels the better scorer on both these teams. And Filipowski's probably going to be a one-off. There's nobody on FAU that can guard him at all. A guy that can pick and pop, shoot threes, and he can drive and bang down low. I don't really have to think about this one. Duke's – if Duke's playing FAU, I think it's a walk here. Yeah, I Duke goes on. Fuck. Good matchup here. Kansas That'd State versus right. Marquette. Now, this one is, is, like, one that worries me a little bit for Marquette as well just because the toughness uh, and the punch in the mouth. But Shaka Smart's also kind of a guy who just can kind of roll with the punches. You have Tyler Kolick, the best point guard in college basketball, going up against one of probably like two or three. Noel is really, really good. And Keontae mm-hmm. Johnson versus Cam Jones is going to be awesome. But at the end of the day, Shock has been there before. Really nobody on Kansas State's been there. Really nobody on Marquette's been there. It's just the battle of the coaches. Shock is a better coach. It, it, it is a tough one. It is really tough for me, but I think Marquette's a better team. Well, it, it's tough just because like I'm kind of torn between a team, two teams that I love. We've been in love with Marquette. I know I've been on Kansas State. Here's something that worries me too: is Kansas State's really got two guys, and that's it. Like I know Sills is good, but there's two guys, and that's it. If you yeah, want to be honest, Desi splashes at times. Yeah, there's two. It's Keontae Johnson and Noel. That is all they have. Yeah, and I think Marquette's Mar- six seven. It's Marquette of some a- great of some great players here. I'd love it if it was Kansas State, but I think it's Marquette. Uh, I mean, I love these Cinderellas, man, but the athleticism uh, of Houston versus Drake is just too much. Yeah, Houston. Like lo- Drake's gonna lo- Drake love the run, man. But Drake's gonna play hard, but guess what? Houston's just gonna play harder, and they're tougher, and they're faster, and they are going to run up and down the court. I think Drake can keep it close though. They're too well coached, but at the end of the day, I'm taking Houston. Now we've seen these two teams play twice in the regular season, I believe. Number six seed Three Iowa times. State. Versus TCU, did they meet the or versus? Oh no no no! Iowa I'm, State for sorry. I no, messed that I'm up. sorry. I thought Iowa State played Texas in the Big Twelve champion or tournament, but no, Texas played TCU. I'm an idiot. No, they met. Let's look. They met one time this year. Iowa State clipped them, but that was back in January. When, it, no. By the way, it's six seed Iowa State versus two team te- or two seed Texas. I think there's something special looming in the air with this Texas Longhorn team. I think they can get revenge here. And they just have, between, like, all of Texas's guards lined up against um, Iowa State's guards, I think there is a disparity. Because the Big 12 in general really isn't dominated by any kind of big. Like, Osuni's good for Iowa State, but he's predominantly a brim protector, and that's about it. So, I don't really think about it too much. I know it's chalky, but I like Texas here. I still hate that it's Texas versus Iowa State, just saying. But either way, if it was Iowa State or Xavier, I had Texas advancing. Moving on here. Number one seed Kansas versus four seed UConn. Seeing this on paper, my God. Yeah, to be honest with you, I know I liked Iona in the first round to keep it close, but if these two teams meet in the Sweet 16, I will be all over UConn Huskies. I love Kansas. I think Bill Self's an amazing coach. But the problem is, K.J. Adams is a 6-8-3 that shouldn't be playing the 4, should not be playing the 5, and Sonogo can definitely have his way with him. And if you rank these players, 
you have Jalen Wilson one. The next five players might be on UConn. Like, I think I'm pretty confident saying that. You can maybe mix Grady Dick in there, but Grady Dick also is a basically an offensive player only. And, he's, basically a, and he's a freshman. He's still a freshman. This UConn team's been around. I know they haven't done a lot, but when we've seen this you got bounced last year. But when we see this UConn team play at their best, they are the best team in the country. And having a presence down low in Sonogo, and the, the big white dude, I'm, his name's escaping me here, and Andre Jackson is, is good enough. And... Tristan Newton can lead this offense. I would take UConn here if these two teams match. Fuck. I think UConn is a four. Like, Huskies. if it wasn't for that Huskies. weird, if that wasn't Huskies. for that weird little stretch there, they have no business being a four seed. Yeah, Huskies. And as crazy as that is to say, if I own a beats in the first round, I'm not gonna be crazy. I'm not, I don't think I'm crazy. That, but, but like that's the boomer bust ability of this UConn team. Yeah, and it's weird that you can latch onto it, but that is kind of what UConn is. Mm-hmm. Like you had the Shabazz run, you had the Walker run. Now, what from what people have been like, and I sort of agree with, is a lot of those UConn teams of past, the ones that you were talking about, the Kemba mm-hmm. and the Shabazz team. I don't think this UConn team is like that team. This UConn team reminds me of the uh, Ameca team with Ben Gordon. With the bigs and the guys exactly. that can shoot outside and very widespread. It's not I like, think that's it's more of that championship UConn team. There's no alpha. There's no alpha guard. Yeah, on this team. Yeah. Um, here we go. Six seed of TCU versus two seed UCLA. Now, if these two teams meet in the Elite Eight, it really worries me, man. I love UCLA, and I want them to win. I Say it. I really thought they Say could win a national it. title, but the injuries have to add up eventually. And if these two teams meet, now in my bracket, I have Gonzaga beating them here, but if they meet, I'm taking TCU. They have the – I wouldn't say the best player in the game. I'm not going to say it. I think Yakez is better than Miles. But just all around, they have a lot of – like. It's a very much clash of styles. UCLA wants to slow you down and kind of get you into their muckiness of the games, and TCU's going to up and run. And I, without, without Jalen Bird, I don't know if they're going to up and run, man. I like TCU to beat UCLA. TCU! I knew I'd get you on to TCU. I, it was By whoever force. Went. Yeah, it's, <laughs> My vetoes made it yeah. further. <laughs> if there was an injury, if there wasn't the injury to UCLA, I think I have them going to the Final Four. It's just they have to add up eventually. I know. I hate. It that, sucks. I hate for like this portion of it. It's kind of like how my bracket ended up because I do have TCU in the Elite Eight. There's just something about this team that I absolutely love, but man. We're down to eight I, I, spots I, I, here. Yeah. One veto from Connor left. He has to use it soon because he has no title. You know yet. what's funny is you can tell you and I have a bias towards one conference because look at what three of our the eight teams are. So I have – oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. We love the Big East. Which the Big East is the second best conference in basketball. I'm not debating it. Get the Big Ten shit. What? There's a reason. Did you see one Big Ten team in the Sweet 16? No. There's a reason for that. It's just average. They just have a lot of teams that are average. I hate. I hate you for. It's the truth, and they don't. It. And they don't perform in the tournament. Yeah. They have not. But also, this isn't the real one. This is just our prediction. True. 
But here's what I was explaining to Tom at work, and he's like, why do you think that is? I'm like, because they're stuck in the 80s. They're playing with the back to the basket the entire time. Now there's dudes out here that can run up and down the court and, like, slam, and they can everybody can shoot from three. Ohio, like, all the teams in the Big Ten are still dinking it down to the post. Like, that stuff works, but it, you got to adapt honestly, eventually. it's kind of funny that what took, like, what when Ohio State kind of made the change in that Big Ten tournament – was when small. when Zach Key wasn't small. playing and you had to play out on the perimeter more and it worked yeah to an extent yeah I mean it eventually like obviously produced very but good. this like, isn't about the Big Ten we are in the Elite Eight right now Cody for the S- Southern Region Championship here to advance to the Final Four the number one seed Alabama takes on the six seed Creighton I'm sorry buddy I am too. But again, it's come to come down to athleticism. If these two teams match up, it would not shock me for one minute that Creighton wins this basketball game. But the problem is the guards for Alabama are just so goddamn electric. And I know I complain all the time about like their jump shooting team, their jump shooting team, but they got seven goddamn guys I can shoot. And also at like this people might not really take this into consideration when they're doing their bracket, but just seeing the path that Bama has had and the battles that Creighton's had to go through like against Baylor and against Arizona, I just think Bama's going to be more rested in this scenario. That is true. I think obviously going through NC State, Baylor, and Arizona is a lot tougher than West Virginia, Charleston, and West Virginia, Charleston, and SEMO. Yeah. So if it plays out the way we like it, so that like I like Alabama here. Um, obviously, pretty tough. chalked. They're number one overall seed, but I mean, would not be shocked if Creighton goes to the Final Four in that one bit. All right, five seed Duke Blue Devils versus the two seed Marquette Golden Eagles here. I'm going with Marquette here. Tyler Kolick really? is again the best player in this game. Now. Filipowski is going to be the big X factor. If he can go off for 25, like Prosper is the only guy I could think of on Marquette that's going to be able to guard him. Lively's not really going to do anything. Like offensively, he's a good rim protector, but guess what? Marquette shoots a lot of threes. Tyler Cole can control the pace of this game. It'd also be really fun to see Cole go against Roach, but obviously there's a disparity there. In this scenario, like I, I like the flame here, but man, this is still John Shire's first season as the head coach. This is a young basketball team. So Marquette's been here before. Guy's been around the block kind of time or two. I'm really, I'm really torn on this, man. I wouldn't blame you. I like, I really like Duke. Obviously, I'm a Duke fan, but if you're going to get me to this spot, there's something about this dream season of Marquette that I think I'm kind of starting to buy into a little bit. It's the Golden Eagles, man. It is. I, no I like, I love Duke, but I think there's a ceiling. And I think that ceiling is a team like Marquette. Yeah, unless Derek Wy- or Derek Whitehead or Derek Whitehead, sorry, goes to just goes nuclear and goes to another planet, there's still just not that like off the bounce like, hey, go get me a bucket right now kind of guy. You can throw doubles at Filipowski late in games and kind of force him to do things. Tyler Cola can do that for you. Cam Jones can do that for you. Um, to the Midwest, Battle of, of Texas, number one seed Houston. Versus two seed Texas. I'm going to assume if we have... Now, we have to base this off of where we are. We're in the Elite Eight. Sasser is going to be back by then, no matter what. Yes. He might He might even... Like, you could honestly... With the way 
this has broken for kind of work him back in. Yeah, you could really just like he kind of he, it's crazy to say this like you could use the Drake game as like a practice game for him just to give some minutes and so like I'm not trying to disrespect Drake in that aspect but just the level of like team like yeah you could kind of use that as like a good ease in to get him back sort of this is so tough but I think Houston's just better I think Houston's just better too and I think that ferocious just Havoc style of defense just works. And, you know, Kelvin Sampson just fucking wins in the tournament. Ronnie Terry's still first-year coach. We got him to the Elite Eight. But, well, first, he coached at UTEP before. But still, Houston just got the players. Sasser and Shed are going to outweigh any guard in the league. And their big guys know the role. They know how to play. I like them over Texas. Now, this is a big one here. <laughs> Four seeded UConn Huskies take on the six seeded TCU Horn Frogs. Do these two teams meet? There's, I would very, very much like UConn here. Like, I know Miles is really good. <coughs> yeah, but uh, that's it. Like yeah. the, this next starting five on UConn's better. Yeah, I, I'm honestly for TCU. Great. Season. I'd for I. Well, no, I'm just saying if I'm TCU and like I. You win that game against UCLA first, and you get to watch UConn versus Kansas. You're kind of hoping Kansas comes out of that because yeah. you're you played them, but yeah, just I think they the, match up very well with them. With the with this kind of Cinderella run to make it to the Elite Eight, but I think it comes to an end. Fuck, UConn we got the, two Big East teams, in. and you know what, man? I love UConn, but they still scare the absolute fuck out of me. Yeah, because um, you never know what UConn team you're going to get but man when you get you get drunk off that goddamn high when they're on when they're firing all cylinders man it is a it's, thing of fucking beauty yeah and again Dan Hurley's probably back against the wall he needs a good run in the tournament here all right to the final four here Alabama Marquette again I don't want to go back to it I'm beating a dead horse here but there's a difference in athletic ability but that Alabama has that Marquette doesn't. I think that Marquette can put up a hell I of a fight. I do think they can too. If Tyler Cole can control the pace of that game, they have somewhat of a shot. But, I mean, you're going to have to hope Prosper just has the defensive game of his life against Brandon Miller where there is literally no shot in this in this scenario. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, obviously you're both in the Final Four. They have a chance, but I think Bama's just – a lot better than a lot of teams here. And I think I'm pretty comfortable putting him in the title game. Yeah, I think I, it's Bama, man. I, I hate it because I love Marquette. Hell of a run to make it to the final four, but Bama, man. To the other, to the other side here, Houston, UConn. Fuck. I can't, I got to put an end to this. In. I have to, I, Houston's better. Marcus Thank Sasser. You. Thank you. I was so prepared for you to take you. Marcus Sasser. <laughs> Jamal said they're going to have a top six pick in Jarese Walker. Now, UConn's fucking good. And when they are firing, they are oh, amazing. I but I team. think there's something about the Final Four being in Houston. 
Jim Nance's last season. You've all yeah, heard beat it. That was a dead horse. Yeah, Jesus. that's also that is like I've told you, that is the new Stetson Bennett is a walk on. Have you heard it? Yeah, Jim Nance was an alum in Houston. We get it. It's a last chance. National championship here. Alabama versus Houston. We've already had this matchup, haven't we? This season we did. Yeah. Alabama won the first time. I'll let anything happen here. I could I'll either side. Should I can we, respect your we, decision here. Should we let fate decide? You should, but I'm telling you right now, if we we can do that, but I'm Houston is my national champion. I think Houston's the best team in the league. So as somebody who has futures on both these teams, I'm very excited. Yeah, you'll be a very good spot here. Um oh it's so, it's honestly so tough and like I don't want to think about like Bama did whoop that ass first time but also that was extremely early in the season <sighs> we gotta think the same time I mean out I know I mean we're already here at this point but Alabama's got a lot of off the court issues team really hasn't been there before but they have a cakewalk but they do have a cakewalk at I just least think in Houston, our scenario I mean in the, the same thing is like it's kind of the opposite now Houston's getting battle tested after playing in the American the entire season here they're not when their battle test is Texas and Yukon. Yeah. Before that, well, maybe Iowa. But if you're cool with it, I'll let this freaking wheel spin. Let's let the wheels spin. And if it's double zero, if it's zero, Marquette's the national champion. If it's double zero, Yukon's the national champion. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, you said Houston. So black is Houston, red's Alabama. It's spinning. And then we have the double and zero. We have to. Got to let everybody play. Oh, my God. It's not there. Houston. And your 2023 national championship winner for the Bet the Juice podcast is the Houston Cougars. Again, they can go either side here. Problem is, I know it's chalk. We're picking the favorite here. I'm not betting a plus 450 to win the title. I just, I just, that's just not how As I do it. As somebody who got a plus 700, I feel Yeah, great. I like that. I like that a lot. To win six I'm games. I'm pretty sure I got Bama at plus 1,000, too, so. Yeah, that's, I... <laughs> That's a good ticket. That's a really good ticket. So, yeah, we have Houston. Uh, that was a long one, man. I'm like, my voice is already scratchy. I'm starting to lose it a little bit. Save your voice for the tournament. I know. We still have a show Wednesday. That's going to be all the picks for – Um, do you really have anything to give out for – I should speak of that. Do you have anything for the first two days? I haven't really I mean, honestly, you and I were on in the same spot on picks. So, I mean, if you guys want to follow that as far as – No, you that... pick Mississippi State. Oh, you pick Pitt. Yeah, and that's – Pick them, so it's basically. Oh, it is a pick them now. It was like it's like one ish. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go based off of us, we love Arizona State. Yeah, my favorite's like probably my... Texas Southern. Yeah, and aren't they a dog? Yeah, it will be a dog. Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, that's really all I have. So we'll be back Wednesday with picks. Um, and even more contention. Yes. Um. This has been a fun show. This was like super, super, super fun. I've never done really anything like this before, like live. This was probably also some terrible podcasting it at would the same be. time. But it's at, the first time doing it, man. But man, we had fun doing this. Very interested to see how we do. We're about to get out of here. Not then on a Saturday note. Um, I'm gonna dedicate this tournament party to my dog. She passed away today. She ended up getting she had to get put down, unfortunately. Losing a dog always sucks, man, but I can always cherish all the memories I had with her. She's an awesome, awesome, awesome big dog. You've known her. Big, goofy girl, but, man, she was a, she was a cuddler at 130 pounds. 
Yeah, rest in peace, big girl. Yeah, we're dedicating the tournament for you. Um, we will see you guys Wednesday. We're out of here. Peace.